This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you'd like more information as we're going through today's show, I just want to say right up front, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, you can click on the radio page and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify to our past shows. If you're just new tuning in, you're going to find that my philosophy is that education is step one to creating a good financial plan because it's all about knowing what questions to ask. You're never going to know all the answers, but you can you can know a lot of good questions. So today we're actually going to be talking about the danger of financial assumptions. And it's so interesting because we'll get into it more, but money is so much about emotion and what you learn from your family much more than it is about math. But before we get into all that, let me check in with Tony. Tony, how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm doing good, and I'm excited that we're going to talk about some of these assumptions or myths. I'd like to call them myths. Uh, there are a lot of myths out there that can ruin your uh, retirement, your finances, and uh, I know uh, you've seen it all, Tara, so you're going to talk about some of those out there, but I've been great. I've had another good week. Uh, it's good to see you again. Great to be here on the radio with you. How about you? How are you doing, Tara? Oh, Tony, I am staying busy with life. I don't. I, I always talk about my clients when they when they retire, how they struggle with trying to figure out what to do. And and Tony, I don't know. I I think I'm looking forward to retirement because maybe there won't be as many things to do. Yeah, you need to look for some things not to do, Tara. <laughs> I just, you're the opposite. There's yeah. just so many exciting things to do in life. And I, my most exciting thing right now, Tony, is, you know, I've been working on my book and I'm actually taking a 30 day speaker class with Lisa Nichols, one of my favorite speakers. She was oh, in The wow. Secret. Yeah. And 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 I'm going to hopefully be working on how to try to imbue the show with some of the, you know, just the ideas about speaking. And we were talking this week. The lesson was about creating a dialogue, not a monologue and just thinking about you know, how often do you actually talk with people or how often do you drop into a monologue? And, and Tony, in fairness, I probably monologue a lot on this show. <laughs> well, no, that's good. Yeah, that's why you're here. And uh, that is good because you're speaking from experience and you have stories and experiences that hopefully will relate to our listeners out there uh, so they can avoid making some of the same mistakes or the same uh, dangerous financial assumptions, which is what we're talking about, or, or some of the myths out there about, especially about saving and investing uh, for money for retirement and creating that retirement income. So uh, I need to hear more uh, about this. What type of uh, myths or assumptions are out there and misconceptions? Well, there are so many, but I really like, you know, I, you know, I'm always reading and, and things and I love the Motley Fool. They, they have really, they're, they're entertaining. So I guess it, oh, as yeah. long as something's funny, I always like it. Yeah. 
I like it. So I'm going to piggyback on uh, an article they wrote about three myths that could ruin your retirement. Because as I was reading it, I'm like, that's what I teach people. So it must be true, right? Great minds think alike. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> You can see me patting myself on the back right now, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what uh, what's uh, one of the uh, there are three money myths that can ruin retirement? What's one of the first ones they mentioned? So, Tony, this is like the most important one. Is we all grew up with this idea or this notion that well, once I retire, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna need so much money. I'll need less money because you know I'll have my house paid off and my kids will be out of the house and and I'll just need less money. And Tony, that is never ever ever true because <laughs> right we we are living longer and tony people are living as long as retirement almost as long as they worked we're healthier and so when we retire that's when we start having fun and guess what having fun costs money <laughs> money yeah and guess I what mean, time costs if you have more time on your hands guess what you're gonna do you're going to spend more money. You're going to yeah. go out to eat. You're going to yep. take that vacation that you've been meaning to take. Every and day every day is a, I didn't mean to interrupt, but every day is a Saturday in retirement, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or even better than Saturday is you have a day off when everybody else is working. <laughs> right. But uh, you, when do you spend more when you're working? Saturdays. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, I, the, the baseline with when I talk to people, Tony, is, what you're spending right now it should be your baseline for planning and be, and i have you know one of my clients i know when i met her five years ago she said well when i retire i'm going to be able to live on thirty-six thousand dollars." and i said there's no way and here we are today tony and she's now i think we're keeping her just under 50 because she again she does have her house paid off her car paid off but tony there's these things like new windows on the house those that's yep. like 15 grand boom right yep. there and, and I'm like, and you told me you were going to live on 36000 and half of your money just went out the window for windows? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And But Tony, this is the thing that a lot of people hold on to in their head is, well, once I retire, I'm just not going to need as much money. And, and I think that's a holdover from our grandparents, right? Because people didn't live that long. My grandfather passed at 63. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, just people used to just live a couple years after they retired. But that's just, it's interesting how there's myths because they used to be true, right? Yep. It's like there's always an element of truth in any any myth that's out there. <laughs> and so the thing is, is just life has changed, but we still kind of hang on to that myth. So that's the first one. The best planning factor for retirement is whatever you're living on now, at least that much. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I think you've got a good point there. Um, so... Um, it would be a misconception to assume you know exactly how your retirement spending will go. And um, you want to avoid this uh, danger in your financial future. What's another thing that we need to be wary of? Well, I just wanted to touch on that, Tony, because when I talk to people who think they know exactly how retirement spending is going to go, I say, great, can I have a look at that crystal ball too? <laughs> <laughs> that would make my job so much easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, the thing is, is, is we know the things that we can control, we, we do know how much those are going to cost. We have a pretty good idea of how much it's going to cost to buy a car, you know, our electric bills, our gas, you know, our food, clothing and shelter. We kind of have a pretty good idea about how much that costs. That's never the problem, Tony. It's life is the problem. It's the unexpected. I, uh, I went 
on an adventure and went hiking in the Andes Mountains and I broke my ankle and had to be aerovac out. This actually happened to my little brother, Tony. Oh, he, no. he planned a big trip to go hike to base camp at Mount Everest. And, you know, he, he had done a bunch of training, but he was living at sea level at the time. And about halfway up the mountain, he just got hypoxic. You know, and hypoxic is just when your brain doesn't have enough oxygen. And it's kind of, I mean, the only way to train for it, right, is to live in Colorado where I live. You know, live at 6,000 feet. <laughs> but he had to be airlifted off of the mountain. And and that was a little expensive. Yeah. And, and it's not like you can say, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> so it's these unexpected little things that you're like, oh, I couldn't have planned for that. And that's the what those things can still happen. Just because you're retired doesn't mean life doesn't keep happening to you. Right. Life happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, and I can tell you, Tony, like my dad did this and he frustrates the heck out of me is he figured it down to the penny, like what he needed so he could retire because he was just um, he worked in the nursing field and he just was fed up and tired of just dealing with all that uh, emotional caretaking and the politics. And uh, so he's he is fine, Tony, but he has no extra money. So if anything happens, you know, if he needs a new car, I'm going to have to buy him a new car. You know, there's he set himself up perfectly for food, clothing and shelter for for regular life. But there's zero room for any emergency to happen. Yikes. And and I know he's not alone. Right. And and so it's just I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. <laughs> life happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Tony, if you have a story to share about something that you're like, I couldn't have planned that. Well, I probably <laughs> that you want to share. Don't don't overshare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are on the radio. All right. All right. So um, what about um, Social Security? I know there's a lot of assumptions about that, isn't there? Well, this this is a huge challenge with Social Security, Tony, and this is almost like a whole show in itself. But it really started back in the 70s where companies shifted away from creating pensions and they shifted to this plan of having everyone do a 401k. And it was really started out as a way to, to create golden parachutes for the CEOs. And then companies realized that they could just get rid of the whole burden of, of doing pensions. And I, I use quote marks. They say, we're going to give people, empower people to manage their own retirement plan. Well, the people, employees, didn't get the word. And so there's tons of people, Tony. I have computer programmers, doctors, people who just worked all their life and then they just assumed that there was going to be like a pension and they're not dumb people they just didn't there's no training for that and so right now tony for a lot of people social security is one of the foundational tools that people use social security though if you remember it was started to keep old people from starving to death. FDR started Social Security as just a band-aid. It was never desired to be designed to be a retirement plan. Mm. And yeah, see, yeah, that's why a lot of people rely on it, but it's not going to be enough to live on in retirement, number one. And uh, number two, you don't know, you know, uh, there's both sides of the fence. Some people say, oh, it's not going to last, you can't count on it, which is in a way a misconception because they always find a way to to shore it up and other people think oh i'll just rely on social security which is also a bad myth because you can't totally rely on it so it's a great income stream and when i talk about retirement tony i like to 
I like people to have at least three or four different income streams and hopefully one is your 401k, one is social security, uh, maybe you know, you've know you started a business or have some rental property, but you want more than one income stream, stream. So Tony, it's the people that only have social security that's that's where we've got to start making a plan because that's not going to be enough it's it, it's a foundation and and you don't say no to it but it's not enough to do everything right that's true uh good point uh exactly so um our time is just about up for this first segment is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here tara well, Tony, for people listening to the show, especially if you're one of those people that kind of thinks that you'll be fine in retirement because you're not going to need to spend as much money, you definitely need to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. We've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers, Tony, because I hate to see people fail because they failed to plan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, yeah, you're planning to fail if you fail to plan, as they always say. Well, I think that's great that you're offering that complimentary consultation. And what's that phone number one more time? Sure, Tony. The number is 719-210-4242. All right. Thanks. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more on the dangers of some financial myths and misconceptions out there here on Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. There are many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and professionals who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help with your financial security. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you would like more information about what we're talking about on this show, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And you can visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. And while you're there, click on the radio page because you can subscribe to past shows with Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, because it all starts with education. And our show today, we've just been talking about the dangers of misconceptions or assumptions. And we talked about thinking that social security is gonna be enough, um, looking at thinking that you're going to need less money when you retire than you do now. That's a big myth. And we kind of touched on also delayed savings. And Tony, this is one of the biggest things I have with my clients today that are just coming out of school because they have these mountains of debt. They, you know, they're doctors, they're lawyers, but then they have these, you know, one to $200,000 school loans. So they kind of feel like, how can I even start saving when I have all this debt to pay off? And we, it's a huge educational piece, Tony, because you have to look at the power of time and compounding interest. So you can't wait 30 years to start saving because then you'll never retire, but there's definitely a, a method to the madness. Right. Well, <laughs> that's good to know that there's a method to the madness. <laughs> um, so uh, what's another uh, misconception or myth out there? Well, you know, it's interesting is um, the Federal Reserve 
can uh, impact your life. And most people are like, what? How does that impact me? And, you know, the way the Federal Reserve makes cuts in interest rates, you know, it, it, it impacts what happens in your life. And it, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to think about because you're like, I'm not good at math. <laughs> I'm yeah. a teacher. <laughs> I do social work. <laughs> I got to talk about the Fed. <laughs> what? <laughs> but the big picture is, is what they do, the Fed can affect how banks give loans. You know, the bigger picture is lower rates can mean cheaper loans. And that can impact the average American by lowering rates on credit cards, student loans, you know, your car payments or a mortgage. But in a slowing economy, the banks can tend to give uh, fewer loans. So sometimes you may not be able to take advantage of the lower rates. And then sometimes, you know, interest rates on savings accounts decrease. I mean, I think for the past 10 years, savings accounts have paid like, you know, next to nothing. Wow. I was actually yeah. shocked, Oh, the Tony. interest rates are so low. That, yeah. I mean, the interest you make on, on accounts based on, especially that are affected by those Fed cuts. Yeah. If you have a, money in a CD, I mean, CDs pay around what? One two percent maybe and they're, they're not they're keeping up with inflation that's for sure exactly and that's so that's a challenge with um inflation is the thing tony a lot of people forget about in retirement because and i mean the simplest way to think about that is just think about when you're a kid and how much it costs to buy a can of coke and then you know i think it was like a quarter yeah and now it it's like two bucks two to yeah. three bucks yep so yeah, that's you know, inflation. A, a quarter. I remember as a kid buying a bottle of Coke or a can for a quarter. I remember that, and then it was thirty-five cents. I remember for sure thirty-five cents in our high school machine, even. Uh, and now uh, it's two bucks. It's like it's crazy out of the same, basically machine. It's unbelievable. It, it really is, Tony. And so you just, it's its those things that you don't think about that can kind of sneak up on you. Yep. And that's why you got to make sure uh, you just want to account for all the things you can, can control because there's going to always be those things you can't control. So, um, you know, and we want to look at things like the way the Fed manages the rates can can affect your credit cards and so this is important tony for people because a lot of credit cards and even some loans have variable rates which means that they can adjust based on decisions the federal reserve makes and so if you're in a good position where you're paying off your credit card every month that's okay but if you're one of those people that's you know paying off student loans or you're managing credit card debt and you've got a plan to pay it off but it's not paid off little changes even a quarter of a point can make a difference for you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that makes a huge difference. And I, I feel it feels like these rate cut increases, um, they do get a lot of attention, but sometimes you got to look at what are they really doing for me? There's some positives and negatives for sure uh, in how they impact people. Um, so a lot of uh, things are impacted. Credit card rates can be impacted. Um, of course, credit card rates, no matter what the Fed does, they've lowered rates, they still seem high. So uh, it doesn't directly affect that as much, does it? I don't think so. It seems like the credit cards, because you know, like every six to eight months, you can call your credit card company and ask them to lower your rate, and they usually will. So yep. <laughs> I think it's just kind of a standard practice. Of course, when they're starting from 25%, but <laughs> and they, going down usually... to 14 you know. I mean, their standard model is they have a low introductory offer and then it slowly creeps up and because most of us don't pay attention and don't notice it. 
But it's, you know, like every six to eight months or whenever I remember Tony, I go in and call and say, hey, like my rate's reduced. And they always do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not important. as big a deal because I, I tend to pay off my uh, credit card. It's my goal every month. But well, yeah. it's just the principle of the thing. You know, yeah. wh- wh- how much are you charging me? What? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's just a bummer. Like, because every now and again, for me, I have a lot of things set up on automatic payment. And sometimes, whatever, some Murphy's Law happens and a, a payment fails to go through. And then I get hit with a bunch of interest because my auto, automatic payment suddenly stopped working. Yeah. So those are frustrating things. Yeah, exactly. You know, Tony, we've been talking about these different misconceptions and assumptions. You know, what's kind of resonated with you to this point? Well, a, a lot of them. I, I think that uh, people have misconceptions about um, retirement and how much money and they're going to need in retirement and how many ta- taxes they'll have in retirement. Uh, we kind of started off with those things where uh, people really think that they're going to spend less in retirement. That's probably the biggest one, uh, that they're going to end up spending less. And and uh, and that's a big misconception when it comes to especially retirement. Uh, but there are a lot of financial assumptions that people make out there. There really are, Tony. And, you know, I think one of the things I wanted to talk about now was just, you know, working in retirement. I like it when people are set up so that once they're retired, if they choose to work, it's doing something that they love. You know, one of my clients, she retired from her job and she'd always had a dream to work for the Forest Service. And now she does it and she doesn't do it, Tony, because she has to. She's choosing to do that because she loves it. And then it's nice because she's getting paid to do something she loves. But yes, and I think that's on the positive side, that's great. But Tara, I think there are also situations that happen. And of course, these people probably aren't working with a trusted financial professional like yourself uh, ahead of time. But some people plan on working. Oh, I'm just going to keep working in retirement. I'm not going to really retire. I'm going to I'm going to be able to work as much as I want in retirement. But that's a misconception because they really can't uh, like they want to all the time. Well, and Tony, you're absolutely right, because I had a client of mine. He was just kind of planning on working. And he was at that age, you know, working in sales in a tech company. So he was making really good money. And he was just, his kids were just going off to college, you know, and life was moving along. And Tony, he got fired. Just, well, I mean, he wasn't fired, but the company downsized. Yeah, they let him go. Yeah. And he really, Tony, it took him almost a year because he wasn't just going to go, you know, work at Walmart or McDonald's, you know, he was, had a good salary and a standard of living to provide for his family. And it's that, that uh, gap that you can fall into where once you've taken a job that's not commiserate with where you were, it's really kind of hard to get back up because that's one of the things that the interview, what was your last job? You know, they're always looking for ways to pay you a little less for what you're doing. And it was hugely stressful, Tony. And he, he, luckily he did get into another good job, but it, it also had a downside because it, it was a lot more travel than he was doing before. So, you know, again, it's that whole, you can plan for your life. And if your life works out the way you think it's going to work, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so uh, what are some other things that can make working in retirement difficult? Well, just there's so many things, Tony, because yeah, obviously as you get older, companies are leery about taking on the responsibility of creating 
uh, health care and pensions oh, and things yeah. for older people. And then, I mean, it's like it or not, there's still a discrepancy between the way female and women and men get paid in this country. Oh, and yeah. and uh, so it's hard enough that women are always at a disadvantage. And then when you get older, it just that just that discrepancy just widens. Right. Yeah, and true. and it's just I mean, good or bad is what happens. And, you know, the callbacks are less for the older candidates and for the younger candidates, because there's always that balance, because sometimes companies want experience, but a lot of companies, they kind of have their leadership in place. So when they're in hiring, they want that younger, moldable type person to come on board. They don't necessarily want that older person who's going to have a lot more opinions and <laughs> and be a little more set in how they think things ought to be done. So, you know, it's just kind of like this this situation of, you know, everybody's trying, the companies are trying to do what's good for them and you're trying to do what's good for your family. And it just becomes a little bit more of a challenge. Yeah. You brought up challenges that older workers have. And as I get older, I'm thinking about that. You know, it's like, you know, finding a job as you get older, the older you are, the harder it is to find a new job if you have to leave your current job. And a lot of companies aren't very, uh, you mentioned it's hard for uh, women still have um, an unfair, you know, men still have an unfair advantage over women in the workplace. Well, I think it's as bad or worse for elderly people in the workplace. I mean, it's very hard. Employers don't seem to want people, uh, you know, once you start getting into your 50s and 60s, uh, they don't seem to want you around as much. No, they, the companies want someone younger, fresher, new idea new ideas um you know pick a reason and and i don't think most of them are intentional that's just we're you know people are people and it just becomes more of a challenge and that's why you know i guess tony i'm kind of lucky i never had to face that because i started my own business so i didn't have to go through that that's true that pain of trying to get hired and and do that but i it's this it's a process for people and, um, you know, I see it even just in my reserve job. I have a lot of uh, civilians that work for me and I'll get resumes for people for some of my positions that are way overqualified because they're just casting a wide net and, and looking for that fit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show, Tara. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go? Yeah, Tony, the bottom line takeaway is if you could draw the visual in your head of that graph where the line starts at zero and then grows over time, the key is you need to know what your goal is. And Tony, this is why I sit down with clients and we do annual meetings because every year you say, here's where I am and here's what I need to get where I'm going. And then every year when life happens, then you get to right away recognize when you've gotten a little off track or when you need to make adjustments. So that way you don't go too long before all of a sudden you realize you're in trouble. And and you're not in trouble, but that you got to make a different situation or make a different plan. But we always want to have those emergency funds. You know, Tony, this goes back to having that, you know, that six months of, of pay cushion for those unexpected things. So today's show, Tony, is really all about you want to plan because of those unknown things that can pop up and happen. And I think the biggest misconception Tony people have is, is that life is just going to continue like it is today. Yeah. And so what I want to do and so Chris and I, what we sit down with people is, is go, here's how your life works today. How do we plan to cover that unknown thing? So Tony, we have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers 
for those folks that are listening today and going, you know, I'm okay, but I do want a backup plan because I don't want all of a sudden my life gets turned upside down when I can just make a plan right now. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.